Welcome to Intel's Conversations in the Cloud. I'm your host, Jake Smith. Join me as I speak with guests from across the world about the latest advancements in the cloud and edge computing, data center technology, network infrastructure, security, artificial intelligence, and more. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. I am joined today by Jonathan Gaifman, CEO and co-founder of DESI. Welcome, Jonathan. Hi, great to be here. So, Jonathan, could you give our listeners a little bit of background about yourself, and how did you come to co-found such a great company? Yeah, so... About three years ago, I've completed my PhD in computer science at the Technion, where I work mostly on deep learning technology, trying to understand how can we take those models to real-life application by controlling their uncertainty and, and performance metrics in real-life environments. And after completing my PhD together with my PhD advisor, Professor Rani Lianiv, and another co-founder, Joe, we started DESI in a mission to enable AI and specifically deep learning technology to work anywhere on any type of device in any environment. And that's the idea. And one of the limitations that we saw as a first step to solve is the computational complexity of deep learning applications. So deep learning is, is a technology that drives most of the AI applications that we see today from autonomous driving to text understanding, image generation that is quite popular at the moment. And that technology is very computational heavy in two stages. One of them is the development stage where people are using a lot of GPU or heavy compute resources in order to build and train those models. And also at the inference part where there is a need for a large amount of compute in order to run those algorithms at scale. And it's really hard to take those algorithms and deploy them on the edge or to run them on a scalable cloud environment. So the idea is to help data scientists to build and design models better in a way that those algorithms will be able to run in any environment at any performance level. The idea is that those algorithms of deep learning are getting more and more complex over time. We see those large models like GPT-3 or DALI-2, and deploying them is getting harder and harder. And the idea is to close the gap between the available compute and the demand of those algorithms to run effectively in production. At DESI, we started three years ago. We built a development platform for deep learning developers to build, optimize, and deploy deep learning models, where the main component is our model design engine that's called OtoNAC, that help data scientists to design architectures, which is the structures of the neural networks to get better performance. And when I'm saying performance is the combination of accuracy and latency. So you can get models that are more accurate or models that are running faster or models with smaller memory footprint, for example. And all those are trade-offs that we give our developers or users to select from. So why the importance of accuracy and latency while developing these models? And what industries have you chosen to target? So a lot of applications are failing in the real world. Like it's cool to build application at the lab and then we try to take them to the real world and then we understand that the accuracy is not good enough. I think that one of the best examples is autonomous driving where in 2017, it seems that in two years we'll be with fully automated car, 
but now at 2022 it seems that it will take a little bit longer so i think that the last mile or the last percent of accuracy of those models is very important and helping the data scientists to reduce the amount of manual iterations that it needed in order to get there is very important to shorten the development cycle and to help data scientists and ai developers to ship better models to production faster the second part of it is the latency. Those models are very, very heavy. And if we can help the developers to build more optimized models, they can get those models to production on cheaper environments. So it could impact the cloud. It could impact their ability to really deploy those models for the edge devices like cars or mobile phones or laptops. And it will drive AI applications everywhere, not only on very heavy cloud machines that are very expensive for very lucrative applications. So that's kind of the equation between accuracy and latency and why they are so important in the process of developing real-life or production-level deep learning application. Jonathan, you talked about, I want to say this correct, but AutoNAC a little bit, the automated neural architecture construction technology that you've developed. Can you give our listeners a feel for why that's so important. And can you touch and pin a little bit deeper on the importance of AI at the first mile? They call it last mile, but it's really the first mile because that's when customers are really interacting with it. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so let's understand how developers are working before meeting DESI. Usually AI models are developed in academia or some academic papers and are published in open source repositories and models. Usually what the developers are doing are taking those general purpose models, take them from open source and starting to tweak them manually in order to fit them to the application that they are trying to build and reach the production level criteria for the model. And that's a manual iteration that takes a lot of time because each iteration requires to train the model. Training a model is something that can take days to weeks and requires a lot of GPUs and compute in order to run. And after training the model, you understand, oh, we didn't get the accuracy. Maybe add another layer here, maybe switch that layer with a different type. And that's a tedious manual process of designing the structure of the model in order to get to the full solution. And the idea of AutoNAC is that all that process of the model design, which also called sometimes model selection, is automated by an algorithm that we develop from the family of neural architecture search, which is a family of algorithms that automatically design AI models. The interesting fact about our technology is that it's really fast and it designs the model in factors of days compared to the months that it takes for people to build manually those AI applications or to tweak those open source models to get the level of performance that they are looking for. And the performance is astounding. Can you give our listeners a sense of the factors of performance increases that your models have generated with these state-of-the-art architectures? Yeah, so for example, one of our customers used a classification model, a state-of-the-art classification model for a task in the automotive space. After using DESI, is an improvement of 2.5x in the latency. The model just ran faster in the production environment by a factor of 2.5x and also improved 3% in accuracy of the model. So you can think about it, there is a trade-off between accuracy and latency. But in this case, 
Our platform helped that customer to improve both the accuracy and the latency by a very significant factor or rate of improvement compared to what they had before working with the DESI platform. And so not only is it improving accuracy, it improves latency, gives you what I call a much cleaner first mile understanding of where the models can take us, but also talk a little bit about, if you would, Jonathan, the relationship that you've developed with Intel, because it's very deep. And you guys have spent a lot of time working with us to integrate technologies and take advantage of technologies. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So obviously CPU or Intel hardware is everywhere. And if we want to enable deep learning to work everywhere, we need to be well integrated with the Intel hardware. So we started by simply understanding where Intel is going in the terms of deep learning compute at the edge and in the data center and cloud. And we started from a very technical standpoint of collaborating, understanding what level of performance boost our technology can bring on Intel compute. And we started this from the first month of the company. So like on the first month when founding the company, we started to collaborate with Intel on that technological collaboration to showcase our technology on Intel CPU. Today, we partner with Intel also to do go-to-market together, so to enable Intel customers to enjoy from this platform and technology in order to get that boost for their specific use case. And Intel is one of our distribution channels for our platform. And also along the way, we participated in Intel Ignite, which is a startup accelerator by Intel that took place in Israel. So we are in the first batch of that accelerator, which helped us a lot to connect with some industry leaders, companies, and also with teams in Intel that are consuming our product and technology. That's fantastic. And it's just been a great partnership. And I know the teams are really excited to continue to work with your team at DESI. But Jonathan, where can our listeners find out more information? So first of all, we have our website where you can find some case studies and performance metrics and overview about the platform. Second of all, you can follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter to get some updates from the companies. The address is deci.ai, D-E-C-I dot A-I. And you can subscribe to get some updates over email or by following us on LinkedIn or Twitter. And that's the best way to get the latest updates from Desi and also to hear about the collaboration with Intel and some announcements we are doing from time to time. So, Jonathan, now we're at my favorite part of the podcast where you get to tell our listeners what does the future hold? What's the future hold for AI and deep learning? And what does the future hold in your mind for Desi? Yeah, so that's a very good question. I think that... The first thing is that it will take a little bit more time than we expect for AI to be everywhere. And the example that I gave about the autonomous vehicles is a good example because people learn how to drive at the age of 16, 17, and we are not yet having AI doing that task that almost every person at the age of 17 can do. So I think that first thing, it will take a little bit longer, but I think that we are up for the challenge or for the journey, as long as we understand that that will be its length. And I think that the positive side is AI is being democratized by startups, by large companies like Intel that are producing open source and companies and frameworks for development of AI. And more and more, 
people will be able to build AI applications in the future. If today you need to have a PhD from Stanford in order to build innovative AI applications in the future, every developer will be able to build AI. And we see that trend either by open source frameworks, also at Desi we released an open source called Super Gradients, or by high-level low-code, no-code applications like Intel Getty or other frameworks that help people build AI easier. So that's the second trend that I see. So first, it will take more time, but the second and maybe the positive thing that it will be democratized more and more for people that didn't study PhD in AI will be able to build those algorithms and leverage AI in their products and applications. So that's the positive side. Outstanding. Well, on behalf of Jonathan Geifman, CEO and co-founder of Desi, my name is Jake Smith, and this has been another Conversation in the Cloud. Wherever you may be in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, and good night. 